Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Shabbat shalom. Praise Yah for this beautiful, wonderful day. Hallelujah. It's good. Praise the most high God. Hallelujah. He's our strength. He is our salvation. He is our everything. And we have to understand that. Hallelujah. For in his presence, in your presence, there is a fullness of joy. Hallelujah. We thank you, Yah. We glorify you. In Yeshua's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 I think we caught up over here. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise Yah for He's our strength. In your presence. Hallelujah. Bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. So, praise God. Hallelujah. He's our goodness. He's good to us. And we have to understand and know that He is good. Hallelujah. Oh, he's, he, he is uh, more than worthy. As people say, you're, you're worthy. But Yah is more than worthy. You know, he's kept us. Yes. You know, when we didn't have the right mind mm -hmm. to make the right decisions, the Most High has kept us. And he saved us from ourselves, yeah. saved us from our enemies. And, you know, you have an enemy that's the, that's the adversary who wants to destroy you. And thank Yah for being so good. So today we're going to deal with part two, part two of a faith, uh, a trust that works. And we're gonna we're gonna deal with James, but also we're gonna we have some more scripture today that we're gonna deal with. So first, our first scripture today that we're gonna deal with is gonna be Exodus, Exodus nineteen, uh, beginning at verse six. <clears throat> and let me say this: we have we have an adversary. The enemy of Yah is our enemy also, and we need to know this. The adversary don't don't like you. You want to call him Satan, Hasatan, Lucifer, the devil, whatever name you choose to call him. Believe me, he is your adversary. Yeah. He don't like the Most High. He don't want y'all to get the glory, and he don't want you to be successful in your life. Yeah. He don't want you to live righteous. He don't want you to live holy. He don't want you to know who you are. Yeah. So he brings up these tactics uh, to make us to get us off track. You know, and one of the most important things it is, or excuse me, the most important thing ever is the spoken word. Amen. The word of Yah. And when the adversary does not, when he pushes you off that word and, 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 and convinces you, persuades you, or deceives you not to follow that word, he got you. And, and so Yah's word is powerful, it's important. Amen? So Exodus 19, 6 says this. Says, um, oh, excuse me, 19, 5, sorry. Says this. Now, if you would pay careful attention to what I say and keep my covenant, then you will be my own treasure from among all the peoples. For all the earth is mine, and you will be a kingdom of Kohanim, a kingdom of priests for me, a nation set apart. And then, so Yah tells Moses, these are the words you are to speak to the children, to the people of Israel. Now listen, when Yah when said this to Moses, he, he was giving his word. He understood that if they were, if, 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 if Israel would just pay careful attention to what he say and keep his command, that there'll be his own special people, his own treasure. You know, because he, because he already declared the earth is his. Mm -hmm. He said, you will be a kingdom of priests, a nation set apart from me. And listen, if that, that's, that, that's still in effect to this day. That if we would keep Yah's word, pay careful attention to his command, keep his covenant, that we can be a kingdom of priests. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So let's go to... Um, Isaiah 61 and 6 and see what that says. Because you have you have an adversary that wants to kill you. He, 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 if, if the adversary can get your mind off Yah's word and have you thinking whatever you want to think, have you thinking religion, have you thinking tradition, and not thinking Yah's word, you know, he got you. Don't listen to Yah. You know, he 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 threw he threw uh false teachers tell you. You don't have to follow Torah. Right. 
Well, when you don't follow Torah, you're not following Yah's word. And if you're not following Yah's word, then guess what? You can't live out Yah's plan for your life. Amen. Isaiah 6 1 6 says this, but you would be a call, but you would be called Kohanim, priest of Yah, spoken of as ministers to our God. Uh-huh. Now, you, you will feed on the wealth of nations and, 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 and reveal in their riches. Now, listen, by just simply being obedient, simply walking in righteousness. Walking in holiness, First Peter uh, 2. And then we're going to get to our scriptures. The adversary wants to kill us. Yeah. He don't want you to make it. And you got to know this. You can't be deceived. He my friend. That's, that, that's, that's the thing. Most of us, we call people who are not our friends, our friends. It's like a woman has an a, a abusive husband and he, and he batters her and she says, you know, well, he loves me. So he loves you with every punch. So we'll take the beating. That's my friend. Or, or, or a guy walking around with his friends, your friends, you know, you, you know, you know they, they ain't no good. They, they, they persuade you to skip school or to get high or to steal. That's my friend. They understand me. And, and yet they're going down a wrong path. And because you so-called call them your friend, you follow that same old path. So when the judge gives them time, I guess he'll give you time too. We, we, we call things that are bad good at times. And things that are good bad. And we call at times the adversary good. And say he's our friend. Wow. And he, he busts us upside the head every time. First Peter 2 and 9 says this. But you are a chosen people. Mm-hmm. The king's kohanim. The king's priest. A holy nation. A people for Yah to possess. Why? In order for you to declare the praises of the one who called you out of darkness yes. into his wonderful light. Thank you, Thank you, this is Peter talking. This is this is Peter talking to Israelites, talking to Jews, Judah, talking to people of Israel, talking to Hebrew. He says, Once you were not a people, but now you are Yah's people, Yah's people. Before you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's good. Listen, Thank we got to walk in trust. Amen. We got to be able to trust y'all. Let's go to Hebrews 11. We're going to get to James 2 today also. But we need to have a trust that works. Amen. So trusting. Trusting is being confident of what we hope for. Convinced about things we do not see. It was for this that scripture attests to the merit of the people of old. It said trust is the confidence of what we hope for. Convinced about things we do not see. It's the confidence of what you hope for. You hope for what you've been told about. Not, 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 not a hope in vain, but a hope based on the word that you was given. And you trust in that word. You have confidence in it. So you hope for it. And you're convinced that the word is going to come to pass even though you don't see what's being said at the moment. Right. Yesterday I was having a conversation with some people and they were saying, it's got to be logical. How can we figure God out if it's not logical? Well, guess what? Following the most high is not always logical. It's done based on your trust in him. Based on him saying something and you believing what he says, even if you have not seen it yet, even if it has not come to pass, you believe it. Uh-huh. You trust in it. You have confidence in it. You hope for it. You know what the word says? Say hope deferred make the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it's like a tree of life. You know, and y'all don't want anybody sick. So the hope deferred, your, your hope will not be deferred in him because everything he says come to pass. Yeah. And we have to know that. It says, by trusting, we understand that the universe was created through a spoken word of Yah. Uh-huh. So that what is seen did not come into being 
out of an existing phenomenon. The energy just pop out. That right there just killed the Big Bang Theory. Because nothing came, just showed up. Everything that came was spoken into existence before it got here. Y'all said, let there be, and then there was. Nothing came until after the word was spoken. Uh Uh-oh, he talking crazy. Well, before we go any further, let's go to Bereshit. One. That That way you can see what I'm saying. Because I believe in the word of Yah. And I know that nothing came until y'all spoke it. On the first day, listen, the word says this right here. In the beginning, and where? In the beginning. Before time began, before anything was ever here, in the beginning, y'all did what? Created the heavens and the earth. Uh-huh. The earth was unformed and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of y'all hovered over the surface of the water. Then y'all said, let there be what? Light. light. And there was light. Uh-huh. Y'all saw the light, that light. Y'all saw that the light was good. And y'all divided the light from the darkness. Y'all called the light day and the darkness he called night. So there was evening and there was morning one day. So y'all, the first thing y'all spoke, it, 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 it didn't just show up. He created the heavens and the earth. Then he spoke. Let there be light. And the first thing that y'all produced was light. Now, this light that he produced first was not the sun or the moon. That was not created until the fourth day. Amen. So what light was this that y'all spoke out? Truth. Spoke out truth. The Hebrew word or, O-W-R, enlightenment, knowledge. And he separated the truth from the darkness. That darkness is the Hebrew word Hoshet, which means chaos, falsehood, and lies. So the first day Yah spoke truth. Amen. He spoke truth. First thing that was created for before man got here, before anything ever came on this planet, was the truth. <laughs> the truth was here before you got here. It's going to be here when you're gone. And you better know that. So now, he spoke truth. By trusting we understand the universe was created through a spoken word of Yah, so that what is seen did not come into being out of an existing phenomena, but it came by a spoken word. Yeah. By trusting Havel, Abel offered a greater sacrifice to Canyon than Canyon. Because of this, he was attested as righteous, with Yah giving him. This testimony on the ground of his gifts. Though having trusted, he still continues to speak even though he is dead. So by trusting, Abel offered a better sacrifice than Cain. He, so he offered a sacrifice based on Yah's word of what Yah wanted. And Cain offered one contrary to what Yah said. Uh-huh. And Abel still has this testimony Going for him today. So his trust him and what Yah has spoken. Because listen, you can only obtain trust by what? Hearing. Hearing. Uh-huh. And hearing by what? The word. The word of Yah. Romans 10, 17. So everything that you see that was done, spoken by the word, the people who performed it was called righteous. Because they did what was spoken from Yah. By trusting, Hanok, Enoch, was taken away from this life without seeing death. He was not to be found because Yah took him away. For he has been attested as having, as, as, as having been prior to being taken away, well-pleasing to Yah. That was Enoch's testimony. And without what? Trusting. It is impossible to be well pleasing to Yah because whoever approaches him must trust that he does exist and that he becomes a reward to those who seek him out. So by trusting Hanok, Enoch left this life without dying. 
Now listen, that's not logical. So we're gonna we're gonna get past your logic, and we're gonna trust in the Almighty God. Because see, y'all is awesome. Explain to me something. This is how if y'all is not awesome, then a fish breathes oxygen just like a human breathes breathes oxygen. A human breathes oxygen through his lungs. A fish breathes oxygen through his gills, through water. But they both got to breathe the same thing to live. But when the fish comes out of water and breathes through his gills, it dies. Because it can't breathe oxygen except it's through water. But they both breathe water. That's the power of Yah. They both breathe oxygen. That's the power of Yah. That's the power of the Most High. And and, and regardless of how you want to use science, you still can't prove, you, you still can't beat Yah on that. That's amazing. That's awesome. And that's past your logic. So, so, so Enoch was told by Yah because he, he couldn't have trust. Listen, he didn't go to the Most High on his own and say, you know what? I ain't going to die. And you're going to back me up. You're going to follow me. You're going to support what I'm saying. I'm not going to die. I'm going to go tell my friends I'm going to live. And I'm going to live. No. That's not how it works. But he was given the word from Yah that Yah was going to get him. That's right. That he was not going to see death. And he believed that. Amen. And his trust caused him to be taken from here without dying. And his testimony was that he believed Yah because he believed that. Now, was he attacked by the adversary through people? Probably was. Was his mind attacked to make him try to doubt? It probably was. But the reality is this, that regardless of what came his way, he still believed Yah, and he had a testimony, and he was well pleasing to Yah. So the word says, without trust, it is what? Impossible to please Yah. Without trust, it's impossible to please the Most High. And he that comes to Yah, he must first believe. And he is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him out. So how does he reward you? By you persevering. By you diligently seeking him out. By you believing in spite of the consequences. In spite of the circumstances. So today, what's my first example? I'm glad you asked. Let's go to Luke 18 and 1. Hallelujah. We have to have a trust that works. And we can't give in. The adversary wants to tell us through people that trusting is something you think in your mind. So when some so when something don't come to pass, listen, when you think something in your mind that Yah did not tell you, then of course, chances are that it won't come to pass. But when you have a religious mindset and you think something in your mind that Yah didn't tell you, and it don't come to pass, the first thing that we think is that y'all didn't do what he said. Right. Or we say we, ain't, we don't have faith. We don't trust. I've doubted. No, that's not, that, that's not the truth at all. When y'all speaks, everything he says come to pass. There is nothing that y'all will speak that he says is going to happen that won't happen. Everything he speaks happens. What we have to do as his, as his people is be patient, first of all. Because the word says, through faith, through your trust and your patience, you shall inherit the promise. Amen. So, so, so if you don't receive what Yah said, two things are possible probably. He probably didn't say it. Or you don't have trust. And you got to decide which one it is. Because if Yah says it, then we have Responsibility to hold out and to believe him, to persevere, to keep coming to him, to keep seeking him, to keep praying to him, to keep worshiping him, and to keep being obedient and let his word that's spoken over our life come to pass. Not us walking away, not us drawing back because it sounds or seems difficult. But we have to have that same testimony that Enoch had, that his testimony that he was well pleasing to Yah. Why? Because he believed Yah. 
He, so, so, so that means when, when, when the adversary tried to come and bring sickness to him, he didn't receive sickness. Because I can't die. When his life was so-called supposed to be in danger from, 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 from certain things, guess what? He wasn't afraid. He didn't give in. He didn't give up. Because you know why? He had a testimony that I'm not going to die. And so even if it seems impossible, you have to know that if y'all had spoken over your life, his word will come to pass. Uh, Luke 18.1 says this. Then Yeshua told his Talmudin a parable in order to impress on them that they must always keep praying and not lose heart. Keep doing what? Praying. Praying and not lose heart. In a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared Yah nor respected other people. There was also in that town a widow who kept counting on him and saying, Give me a judgment against the man who is trying to ruin me. For a long time he refused. But after a while he said to himself, I don't fear Yah and I don't respect other people. But because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see to it that she gets justice. Otherwise, she, she'll keep coming and pestering me till she wears me out. Then the Lord could come in it. Notice what this, what this corrupt judge says. <laughs> now won't Yah grant justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? That's the question he asked. Is he the land long over them? I tell you that he will judge in their favor and quickly. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find this trust on the earth at all? What's the trust? You persevering. Uh -huh. You being persistent. You being relentless. You never giving up. You never stopping, but you pushing. Will he find that in you? Or will he find you sitting back with the what was me spirit? I don't know what I'm going to do. Life ain't fair. It's just not working out. It's just not going to happen like I need for it to happen. Man, it ain't fair. And give up. Or we find that kind of trust that somebody is persevering and refusing to quit. Right. This judge didn't even fear y'all. This judge didn't have a regard for man. The woman didn't care nothing about that. She kept coming to him. Why? Because he was the judge and he is the one that gives her the victory. He is the one that will reward her. He is the one that can avenge her and make her enemy give up everything that belongs to her. All right. And she refused to give up or to stop and she's going to make the judge do his job. Uh -huh. And the judge is not going to, he, he tired, man, I got to go ahead and do this. Because she keep pestering me. Even though I don't fear y'all, I don't care about man, I'm going to give her what she needs for Because if I don't, guess what? She ain't going to leave me alone. And y'all is nothing like that judge. He will rule in his people's favor. He will, he, he will do it, and he'll do it quickly because you're his people. But guess what? You have to diligently seek him. You can't just give up. You got to cry out to him. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to go to the, to, the, to the book of Acts now. Thank you, y'all. Hallelujah. And be obedient to the word of y'all. Hallelujah. Because one thing that helps you trust y'all's word is the Ruach HaKodesh. Yes. The, Ru the Ruach HaKodesh is the spirit of Yah. It's the spirit of Yah that Yah puts his Torah on your hearts. That's a renewed covenant. So, so we're going to teach this, and I'm going to show you this. Amen. Hallelujah. So bear with me. So now, here it is. Two and one. The, the, the festival of Shavuot arrived, and the people all gathered together in one place. Suddenly, there came a sound from the sky like the roar of a violent wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then they saw what looked like Tongues, mm -hmm. listen, tongues of fire, mm -hmm. which separated and came to rest on each one of them. So, to, so they saw 
where it looked like tongues of fire. They separated, and the tongues of fire came to rest on each one of them. Okay? They were all filled with what? The Ruach HaKodesh. And began to talk in different languages. Mm -hmm. As the Spirit enabled them to speak. Now, I'm going to make some enemies, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to teach truth. They were not going, and they were not doing all that, shaking, bobbing their head. They were not doing that. They were not doing what you see happening now in your churches, in most churches. And I'm going to tell you now, if y'all are doing that, stop it, if it's not the spirit of y'all. Because they were not doing what you think. They were prophesying. Now, now let's go. We, we, we're going to bring it out. Now, there were staying in Jerusalem religious Jews from under every nation, from, from every nation under heaven. There was what in Jerusalem? Religious Jews from where? Every nation from where? Under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd gathered. They were confused. Why? They were confused. Why were they confused? Because each one heard the believers speaking in his own language. They were not confused because they, they didn't understand what they were saying. They were confused because they understood what was being said. They were confused because they heard the believers speaking in his own language. So totally amazed, they asked, how is this possible? Are all these people who are speaking from the Galil? How is it that we hear them speaking in our native languages? So they were speaking in different languages. So when you so if you have a King James Bible, let me help you. Let me interpret to this to you. When they say they were speaking in tongues, they were not speaking in tongues like you've learned in your churches. Couldn't that old shape. What was really being said was they were speaking in different languages. Hallelujah. So it says we are, we, we are Parthians, Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judah, Cappadocia, Pontius, Asia, Phygeria, Pamphylia, Egypt, the parts of Liberia near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, Jews by birth, and proselytes, Jews from Crete and from Arabia. How is it that we hear them speaking in our own languages about the great things that Yah has done? Amazed and confused, they all went on speaking with each other. What can this mean? But others made fun of them and said, they've, they've just had too much wine. Uh -huh. They drunk. Then Kepha stood up with the eleven and raised his voice and addressed them to address them. Uh -huh. You Judeans and all of you stand here in Jerusalem. Let me tell you what this means. Listen carefully to me. These people aren't drunk as you suppose. Uh -huh. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken about through the prophet Joel. So what were they doing? Y'all says in the last days, in the last days, I will do what? I will pour out my spirit upon everyone. Right. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. So they were speaking in other languages, but they were doing what? Prophesying. So what is prophesying? Prophesying is when you are speaking out of your mouth the word that Yah has spoken to you. Prophesying is not you speaking on your own accord out of your own heart. But you can only prophesy what Yah tells you. So in other words, they were prophesying the word of Yah. Mm -hmm. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your, your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my slaves, both men and women, Will I pour out my spirit in those days and they will 
prophesy. I will perform miracles in the sky above and signs on the earth below, blood, fire, and thick smoke. The sun will become dark, the moon blood, before the great and fearful day of Yah comes. And then whoever calls on the name of Yah will be saved. So what has just happened? Yah has, is sealing them up in what we call the renewed covenant. And I'm going somewhere. What's a renewed covenant? Before I go to Jeremiah 31, 31, we're going to hit Hebrews 8. Because, see, people, because everybody wants to so-called say, man, we, we ain't got to follow Torah. You do have to follow Torah. Is it Hebrews 8? It's Hebrews 8. So we're going to go to Hebrews 8. And we're going to start at verse 8. Because I'm going to show you how to have your trust. I'm going to show you how you gain your trust. Because now the Ruach HaKodesh is what helps you to trust in Yah. Because the Ruach HaKodesh is the word of Yah that's placed on the inside of you. That causes you to speak out. Amen. Yah's word that leads you and guides you into all truth. That enables you to stand. And if you have the Ruach HaKodesh, then you should have trust in Yah. Amen. So, so Hebrews 8, beginning at verse 8 says this. For Yah does find fault with the people when he says, mm -hmm. See, the days are coming, says Yah, mm -hmm. when I would establish over the house of Israel and over the house of Judah a what? A new covenant mm -hmm. or, a, or a renewed covenant. Yeah. It would not be like, because we got, it would not be like the covenant which I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by their hand and led them forth. Out of the land of Egypt, because they for their parts did not remain faithful to my covenant, so I for my part stopped concerning myself with them. The first covenant that Yah had given to Israel was put on stones of tablet. Excuse me, tablets of stones. Amen. And so the children of Israel for their part did not remain faithful because they themselves did not put Yah's word or his covenant on their hearts. Amen. They were unfaithful. So Yah for his part stopped concerning himself with Israel. And we'll go to Jeremiah 31 in a minute. But verse, verse 10 says this, For this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says Yah. So the covenant that Yah is making with Israel, we're going to find out, is not anything different from the first, first covenant. It's just he's giving to them a different way. Instead of him giving to them on tablets of stone, he's going to give it to them another way. So here it is. Verse, ver, ver, verse um, uh, uh, 10, part 2. I will put my Torah in their what? Minds uh -huh. and write it on their oh. hearts. Mm -hmm. I will be their God and they will be my people. None of them would teach his fellow citizens or his brothers, saying, No, Yah, for all will know me. That's not saying that you're not going to have a teacher to teach you to know Yah. They're saying that now you're going to be able to have. A relationship with Yah. They're saying you're going to have eternal life. So nobody got to teach you to know Yah. Now you can have know Yah on your own. You ain't got to know Yah through your grandmama. Let's say it like that then. Right. You don't have to know Yah through your daddy. Mm -hmm. You don't have to know Yah through the mediator. Now you can know Yah personally because now individually Yah is going to put his seal, his Torah on every individual's heart. Amen. Who wants to know him? From the least of them to the greatest. Because I will be merciful toward their what? Wickedness. And remember their sins no more. Now let me say this. So, so, so now we see on their shovel walk the renewed covenant being established. 
So after Peter gets up and says, you know what? They're prophesying. They, they weren't going. That was what we call ecstatic speech. They were prophesying. They were doing the same exact thing that had happened 1,300 years earlier on the first Shavuot when in Moses' day when the men began to prophesy in the camp. And, and, and most of, I wish that all of Yah's people would be prophets. Why? Because they were all speaking out the word of Yah and the seal of the renewed covenant is the Ruach HaKodesh that's putting Yah's word on your heart that causes you to walk in trust. That causes you to turn from your sin to walk toward Yah and to begin to hold on and be obedient to his word. So let's go to Hebrew, up to back to Acts uh, uh, 2. Hallelujah. Because we got to have a trust that works. And you got to know how this trust works. Hallelujah. So we're going back to Acts 2 to prove what I'm saying. Because Yeshua says this. Yeshua says when he was talking to his Talmudine in, 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 in the book of John, and he says you're going to have the comforter, the spirit of truth. He was, he, was, he, he was talking about the Ruach. And he said, how you know you're going to have the Ruach is you're going to be convicted of sin. It's going to lead you and guide you into all truth. Yeshua did not say that speaking in tongues was going, was, was going to hide, is how you know you're going to have the Holy Ghost. All right. That's how I know I got the Holy Ghost. Listen, I've seen a man that's an outright open homosexual speaking in, in unknown languages. There is no way you can have this rule of Hakodesh on the inside of you and be a homosexual. There is no way you can continue to live intentionally in sin as a lifestyle and have the Ruach. I didn't say you couldn't sin. I didn't say you wouldn't sin. I didn't say you wouldn't have no, make no bad decisions. But I did say you would not live a perpetual lifestyle of sin and have the Ruach. All right, amen. No. That's against scripture. So now, so Peter gets up, and Peter begins to speak, and he begins to speak about what's going on. Then this is what he said. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna begin at, uh, at, at, at Acts 2 and 36. And it says this, therefore, let the whole house of Israel. Who? Oh. Peter's talking about Israel. To Israel only right here. We're not excluding the Gentiles. No, we're not. We're not saying that y'all don't save them because he does. But at this moment, y'all is giving his, his y'all is fulfilling his word and he's giving the renewed covenant to Israel like he said. So now here it is. 36. Therefore, let the whole house of Israel know beyond doubt that Yah has made him both Lord and Messiah, this is sure, whom you executed on the stake. Uh -huh. So on verse 37 it says this, on hearing this, they were stung, what? In their hearts. What's your heart? Your heart is your mind. Your heart is your intellect. Your heart is how you think what you think. Your mind and your heart are the same thing in the scriptures. Whenever you see the scriptures and the speech of your heart is talking to your mind, the place where you think, your thought process, not just thinking your chest that's pumping blood throughout your body, not your kidneys, because in the old, in the, in the children of the old, at once thought your heart was your kidneys. So not, not one of those places, but your mind, where you're thinking about, your decision making comes from, where you speak to yourself. Hallelujah. So on hearing this, they were stung in their hearts, and they said to Kepher and to the other emissaries or apostles, brothers, what should we do? What should we do? And Kepher answered them, turn from your sins. Return to Yah, and each of you be immersed on the authority of Yeshua the Messiah into the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Ruach HaKodesh. For the promise is for you, for your children, and for those far away, as many as Yah, our Elohim, may call. And he pressed, he pressed his case 
with many other arguments and kept pleading with them, save yourselves from this perverse generation. So those who accepted what he said, what he said were immersed and they were added to the group. Excuse me. That day, about 3,000 people. So what Yeshua said came to pass. This is the, they, they was convicted of their sins. They were stung to the heart. And they turned from their sins. And they began to walk in their trust. Walk in their obedience. Begin to walk the way that Yah had called them to walk. So to walk in your trust. If you want to have a trust that works, you have to have the Ruach HaKodesh. That leads you and that guides you into all truth. What was being spoken out of the mouths of these people in this room was the word of Yah that was coming to pass. And the people understood what was being said. They were confused because they was wondering how could this be. Because I promise you, everybody that came there that day did not speak Hebrew. They did not speak Greek. They spoke the languages from the places they had come from. Because many of them were not born in Jerusalem. Many of them were born in the diaspora. They were born out of, from Judea, from, Ju from Judea. And so they spoke other languages. But what was amazing was they heard the word of Yah being spoken by those people who had those tongues of fire that were on their head. And they was able to have trust based on Yah's word that was placed on their hearts from the renewed covenant. Now let's go to Jeremiah 31, 31, and then we'll, we'll continue on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 31. Begin at verse 31. And some of y'all's Bible is going to be uh, verse 30. I'll tell you something I had an adversary trying to hide the Bible from me. The, the, the books that I just saw it. <laughs> I got it. But thank you though. I appreciate you. Jeremiah 31. Beginning at verse 31. Some of y'all Bibles, verse 30 says, Here the days are coming, says Yah, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. A new covenant with who? The house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their fathers on the day I took them by their hand and brought them out of the land of Egypt. The land of Egypt was he brought them out of what? Bondage. Uh -huh. Out of servitude. Out of harsh labor. Brought them out of darkness. Brought them out, out, out of a horrible situation. Right? Yeah. And to, to another place. It won't be like, like that covenant. Because they for their part Violated my covenant, even though of my part was what? A husband to them. For this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days. Says Yah, I will put my Torah. Where? Within them. In the inner parts. He didn't say, he didn't say I'm going to do away with the Torah. He didn't say I'm going to kill it off. It's just not going to be on Tablets of stone. Uh -huh. It's the same Torah. It's not going to just be on tablets of stone. It's not just going to be on a spoken word. It's going to be on their what? Hearts. Inside of you. Right? I will be their Elohim and they will be my people. No longer will any of them teach his fellow community member or his, or his brother Know Yah. Why? For all will know me from the least of them to the greatest because I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. Now, know Yah. What you mean, know Yah? What, 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 what is Yeshua saying? I mean, I mean, what is Jeremiah saying? He said the same thing that the Hebrew writer said. They're going to know Yah. They're going to have a relationship. In other words, they're going to have eternal life. They're going to know him. Well, what, what you mean? Yeshua said the same thing. John 17. John 17. Beginning at verse 1. After, after, after Yeshua had said these things, 
He looked up toward where? Heaven. And he said, Father, the time has come. Glorify your son so that the son may glorify you just as you did what? Gave him authority over all mankind so that he might give eternal life to all those whom you have given him. Verse 3 says this, eternal life is this. Yeshua says eternal life is this. This is what Yeshua is saying. Eternal life is this. To know you. To what? To know, to know Yah. Mm -hmm. The one true Elohim. The one true God. And him whom you sent. Who? Yeshua the Messiah. So now Yah puts his spirit on the inside of us. The renewed covenant to know him. And to begin to walk in his ways. To help us no longer sin intentionally. Amen. But to convict us now of sin. What is sin? According to, well, I'm not going to give you my own opinion. My own word. Because I don't want you to think I'm giving you, giving you my own word. So I'm just going to read it. 1 John 3. 1 John 3. Exactly. Hallelujah. 1 John 3. Y'all ready? Yes. 3 and 3 says this. And everyone who has this hope in him continues purifying himself. Since Yah is pure. Right? And everyone who keeps on sinning is what? Violating Torah. For indeed, sin is violation of Torah. That's sin. So now, and living outside of your trust is what? Sin. Everyone who lives outside of their faith, outside of their trust is doing what? Sin. Everyone who lives outside of trust is violating Torah. It's going contrary to Yah's word. But Yah has given to every man a measure of faith. So now when you come in, in, into this renewed covenant with Yah, he puts his Torah on your inward parts and causes you to believe him, helps you to walk in his word, helps you to be obedient so that you will not be persuaded by the adversary that to believe Yah. And all you got to do is believe Yah. That's a faith that works. That's a trust that will enable you to go forward in Yah. So that makes a lot of sense now what James 2 says, huh? Mm -hmm. Let's go to James 2. What you mean that makes a lot of sense what James 2 said? Well, we're going to just go to the reader. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. Y'all ready? We're going to start at... Um, Hmm. Verse 18. But someone would say that you have faith and I have actions. You got faith and I have actions. Show me this faith of yours without the actions. And I will show you my faith by my actions. Did you, did, before I continue, do you know how those people from the diaspora, how they showed their trust through the word that was spoken to them, they were cut to the heart and they asked, what shall we do? Peter tells them, turn from your sins to Yah. Receive Yeshua. Be baptized in him. And they obeyed. They turned from their sins in Yah. They believed what Kepha had said and they actively, they actively done what he had spoken. And because of that, 3,000 people were added to that group. They showed their trust. They showed their trust by actively doing what was spoken of by the man of Yah. So how do you show your trust? By doing. Not in your mind saying you sorry. The word says this. Godly sorrow works repentance. So you being sorry in your mind causes an outward response in you. You begin to do Exactly what Yah's word says. That's a faith that works. So, so, so let's, let's, let's get back to it. 
It says, you believe that Yah is one. Good for you. you can, that's good for you. Demons believe too. The thought makes them shut up with fear. Let me ask you a question. If demons believe that Yah is Yah and that he is one, he's a God, does that make them stop being demons? They still believe, they, they, they are still a demon. Either they're believing. So it has to be more than you believing because they still are disobedient. They're still trying to persuade you to sin against Yah. The, the adversary, Satan, Hasatan, Lucifer, he knows who Yah is. Has he repented? Has he turned from Yah? Can he defeat Yah? No. Do you think he can, that he thinks he can defeat Yah? He know his time is short. He know he cannot defeat Yah. He know he's defeated, but yet he is still an enemy of the Most High. So you believing in your mind does not qualify you to have true faith if you're not acting it out in your actions. It don't matter what you believe in your mind if you're not carrying out and what you're doing in the act in, 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 in the natural. Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah. Demons believe too. The thought of it makes them shudder in fear. That's not enough just to believe in your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. But foolish fellow, do you want to be shown that such faith apart from ashes is barren? Wasn't Abraham Avenue declared righteous because of what? Actions. When he offered up his son, Isaac, on the altar. You see that his faith worked with his actions. By the actions, the faith was made complete. By what he did. By his obedience. His faith was made complete. Your faith is made complete based on your responding to the word that's being spoken to you by the Most High. Amen. Through the rule of HaKodesh. Abel had a word from Yah. Because he understood the ground was cursed. I don't care how good the fruit looked. It don't matter how pleasant the plate was looking. It don't matter how juicy the apple, the orange, the pear, whatever Cain had brought to, to y'all. It don't matter how good. How, it, it, it don't matter how much sweat, how many tears, how much blood that Cain put in it. It don't matter how he set it up and how beautiful it was to the eye. Y'all did not have respect for the, for the offering that Cain had because Cain came about it the wrong way. But Abel understood the word because you, can, you can't gain trust without Yah giving you his word. But Abel understood the word. So Abel's testimony, he pleased Yah. Yah received his offering. And it is still being spoken about today because why? He understood how Yah wanted it. He prepared it the way that Yah wanted it prepared. Hanok. Enoch understood that he would not die. He wouldn't see death. He heard the testimony. He heard the word that Yah had spoken because you cannot have trust unless it's by Yah's word. And he heard the word that you won't see death. And he had a testimony that he believes Yah. And so, you know, his testimony was he believes Yah. And then, and, and then the writer paused and said, you know what? Without faith. Without trust, it is impossible to please Yah. How did Enoch please Yah? He pleased Yah through his belief, through his obedience, through his walk, that he walked so much. He walked so good. He walked so close that he quit walking and just was gone. He was translated. He walked on into glory. He walked on into righteousness. He walked on into this, into this place that Yah had for him because of his obedience, his faith. And the word says that if you don't even trust God, you can't please God. But, but, but when you come to God, the first thing you must do is believe. You got to stand firm. You got to persevere. You got to persist. You have to endure. You can't get weary in doing well. You can't draw back. You can't shrink. No, Yah says the soul that shrinks at me, he will not be pleased with. In some of y'all's verses, it said that, that, that the soul that, that strikes back, he will have no pleasure in. And in, 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 in the gospels, it said a man that put his hands to the plow and look back is not fit for the kingdom of Yah. But you got to persevere. Amen. You get, you can't look back. You got, you, 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 you can't long for, 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 for the thing that's holding you back. You can't be like Lot's wife. She looked back and was turned to a pillar of salt. She looked back and was attached to the thing that's being destroyed. She became destroyed too because she looked back. You better pay attention. There's power in that. Pay attention. Hallelujah. You can't look back. 
So it said demons believe true, right? It said verse 22 says this. You see that faith, you see that Abraham's faith, his faith worked with his actions. By the actions, his faith was made complete and the passage of the Tanakh was fulfilled when it says that Abraham had faith in Yah and it was a credit to his account for righteousness. He was even called Yah's friend. You see that a person is declared righteous because of actions and not because of faith alone. Listen, they will receive the Ruach HaKodesh because of their trust in Yah, because of their, their obedience. Even, even, e, e, even on Shavuot, when Kephidim, when they received the Ruach HaKodesh, when they were sealed with the Ruach HaKodesh, if they would not have obeyed Yeshua and would not have went to the upper room, they would not have, have, have received it. But Yeshua said, yeah, you stay in Jerusalem. You stay there. And they stayed there. They tarried there. And they were praying. And as they were praying one day, all of a sudden the sound rushed in there. And there appeared to them tongues of fire. And they began to speak out the word of Yah. They began to prophesy as the Spirit enabled them to speak. And they drew other men. Listen, your obedience, your, your walking and your trust will cause others to come. They'll be confused but amazed at the same time because they'll see what's going on. They'll see miracles. They'll see wonders. And they'll be wondering, how can this be? And listen, these things are happening and these people have been able to see these things because of your obedience. So listen, your disobedience can cause folks to draw back. Your obedience can cause them to come to the most high. You want to have a trust. You want to have a faith that works. Be obedient. Hallelujah. Walk in the things of Yah. Surrender yourself under the mighty hands of Yah. Resist the adversary so he'll flee from you. Hallelujah. Walk in the, walk in the ways of Yah. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 25 says this. Likewise, wasn't Rahab the prostitute also declared righteous because of actions? Now, she was a prostitute. She was a Gentile. Uh -huh. She was over there in Jericho. She was a Gentile, but she understood Israel. She, they, they, they've heard about what had happened, what had been transpired. When the two spies came to a, to a place that night, we heard about y'all. We, we've heard about y'all. We know what y'all have done. The word has traveled out. So she understood. And she, and, and, and she welcomed those messengers. And because she understood who they were, she understood the power of Yah that he had performed in, in, in their lives. She sent them out another way to protect them. Listen, I'll hide you. And then they begin to talk. She said, I got my family here, my father, my brothers and mothers, everybody. Please don't destroy us. We know who you are. And I said, she said, I'll tell you what, put the red string and let her hang out the window. And we'll see that string and we won't even touch this house. And her trust, her trust and believing what Yah had done for, for Israel and knowing who Israel was, her trust had her life saved. She trusted in the word that was given to them. That we will, we will, the, the word that was given to her. I told you, you ain't hear what I'm saying to you. Her faith came by a word that was given to her. And the word that was given to her, what, 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 what was happening because of her knowing who Israel was and knowing who their God is. And so she had trust that they will not be destroyed through her supporting Israel, through her helping Israel, through her yielding and knowing who Israel was. Now listen, her family may be the only people in, that, that was Gentiles that would have been left in Jericho, but they understood that Israel coming in, they was going to submit to Israel's authority and surrender themselves to Israel God. And her trust caused her to do all of that. And I guarantee you, Rahab the prostitute. Rahab the harlot stopped being the harlot. Rahab the harlot had to start following Torah. Because guess what? If not, she would have had to be destroyed along with Jericho. So she had to surrender to the God of Israel. Her faith worked. Her trust produced something. So her actions, indeed, the word says in James 2, 26, it says, indeed, just as the body Without the spirit is dead. So too, so too, faith without actions is dead. So listen, you don't want to have no dead faith, put something to it. Start walking in obedience. Man, I don't care what the adversary says. Listen, I understand that folks will be my enemy. They won't want to follow me because me telling the truth. We might not get a large following, but it don't matter to me. I'd rather be obedient to Yah 
than to sit here and try to please man. Your soul is much too precious to try to tickle your fancy. Your soul is much too precious to play with you. Listen, let me tell you something. If you are worshiping the sun god and you are not under the Sabbath, start under the Sabbath. Start following Y'all, wake up, Israel. Come on, quit fighting with yourself. Should I, should I stay where I am to please my friend? Should I stay where I am to, to I don't want to lose nobody? I'd rather lose a friend and gain y'all. Why would you want to take the chance of having y'all upset with you? Oh, my. Then your friend being mad at you. Come on, let's wake up, Israel. Let's turn from our sins. Let's begin to walk in the ways of Yah. Put down the drugs and the alcohol, the, the drugs especially, that's causing you to turn from Yah. Stop running to, to worshiping the sun god. Stop eating unclean foods. Start under those feast days. Surrender yourself to Yah. Come on, turn from your sin. Wake up. Turn back to Yah. Let's live right. Let's live holy. Let's live righteous. Y'all said it, I read it earlier in Exodus uh, 19 and 6. If you will follow his commands, obey his rules, his misfortunes, he will make you a kingdom of Kohanim. Hallelujah. One more scripture and we're going to try to close it up. Hallelujah. But we need, to, we need to know this. Some of us are wondering why we're walking around sick. Why we're walking around with diabetes and and, and, and hypertension, and we're under this curse, and it seems like we can't get ahead. It's because we're walking in disobedience. But listen to this. Exodus 15, 26 says this. He said, if you will listen intently to the voice of Yah, your Elohim, and do what he considers right, pay attention to his misvotes, his commands, observe his laws, I will not afflict on you with any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians because I am Yah, your healer. So if you want to be healed from whatever you're dealing with, from whatever affliction, turn to Yah. Begin to follow his commands. Begin to pay attention. Begin to do what Yah considers right. Not what you consider right. The word says that there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. So your way that seems right to you is a sinful way. Don't follow your own way. Don't lean to your own understanding. Don't try to make logical sense out of it. And if you, it don't make sense to you, and I can't do it. You got to obey God's word with the understanding of him being all powerful. With the understanding of him being sovereign. A, a sovereign. With the understanding of him being the king of the universe. Baruch Atah Adonai. Eloheinu, Malach HaAlam, praise you, Lord our God, King of the universe. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He is the most high. And we should surrender ourselves, deny our own self-interest, and follow him. If you want to have a trust, a faith that works, walk in obedience. Amen. Ask y'all if you're not to, 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 to fill you with the Ruach HaKodesh, to convict you of sin. To help you to turn from that sin. To help you to walk in righteousness. To walk in holiness. To stop doing Christmas. I know that's tough for some of you. Uh, I, I remember a couple years ago, we lost about 85% of our congregation because we told them to stop having Christmas. And we've heard them say, well, that's, that's, that, that's nostalgia. That brings closeness that brings family and so they was not willing to give up Christmas for y'all let me tell you something that's sad that's horrible because they chose a pagan holiday over the most high give it up if you're struggling with it stop buying the tree don't buy the plastic tree don't buy a little small tree don't buy a tree. Don't buy the lights and put them up. Don't deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la la la, la la la. Don't do that. Just stop it cold turkey. Come on out of it. Come on out of it. Wake up, Israel. Those of you who are Gentiles and you want to come into the covenants of Israel, you have to denounce your pagan God. You have to give up. Your pagan ways. You got to give up ways that you know that are not pleasing to God. But listen, 
As they said in the book of Acts, and, we, and I still say it today, we teach Torah every Shabbat. And we'll teach you how to grow in the word of Yah. So you don't have to be lost. So, so I understand if you've been in, been in all your life, Yah is compassionate, but he forgives. He has mercy. And he's able to help those who want to turn from their sins to Yah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yah, we thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for being so good to us, for being our strength. Help us to walk in obedience and not contrary to your word. Help us, Yah, to walk in a trust that works, to walk in righteousness. Thank you for the, the, the Ruach HaKodesh that can lead us and guide us into our truth, that will convict us of sin, that help us to turn from our sins to you, that we'll learn your Torah. Thank you, Yah, for being our strengthener, our standby. Thank you for being our helper. Thank you for Yahshua HaMashiach, for we believe that he is the way to salvation, that without him we cannot have eternal life. So we thank you and we praise you for being our strength, for being our salvation, and for being our all in all. For you are our king. You are the king of kings. You are everything that we need. So we praise you in Yahshua HaMashiach's name. Amen. Amen.